I hate Jason Derulo as is, so I, I just powered through his second scene. He's in the second scene, and I powered through it like, okay, I hope Jason Derulo never comes back. Right. Boom, he comes back. I'm like, I'm going to bed. He's he's a he's a boomerang man. He's or, a, he's, or a, he's, a, he's up a in a bad movie. penny. He's up in that movie. <laughs> um, all right, I did I did hit record because I, you know you wanted the whole cat stuff. Not not the whole of it, but I figured all right, we're about to start recording. Right, you're doing a little cats thing. Right, you know, I didn't expect it to go straight into. Jason Derulo sucks, like right. a personal attack on him. But yeah, no, Jason Derulo sucks. Did you, did you get that clean on the microphone? I just got it there. Great. That'll just be Jason there. Derulo, terrible. Don't I'm, I'm going to play that at your funeral, not to make sure, it morbid. Sure. Hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, because I've, I've, I've now recorded you saying a good amount of things, but mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure the world knows your feelings on Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back Hi. to another episode of Moving Mandem. The show with a man named that like to talk to you about the movies. That's I'm true. one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, is my co-host. Hi, I'm Bam. Hey, Bam. How are you doing today? Um, drinking sorrel with peppermint. We got yeah, we got rum. um, with so very Christmas. I'm staring at that gentleman in a <laughs> Christmas Santa hat. Who gave me no warning about wearing Christmas? Wear, I didn't. So. Oh, look, it's audio, man. Nobody's gonna see you anyway. You could have just said. I'm blogging this secretly. <laughs> You could have just said, I'm wearing a full Santa getup and Damien just has a Christmas hat on and made it seem like you were the winner here. Damien, I would never lie to our listener. I'm sure I've caught you in a lie at some point. No, that was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the um, reason I had a Christmas hat on is because it's December. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. Uh, I wasn't really feeling that, that hyped up for Christmas this year. I'll be honest with you. Like the, the last two or three months of the year have been kind of miserable. Sure. Um, and it was it That's got to called the winter. <laughs> well, it got to the point where I was just thinking, not even Christmas can save me. And then the second I see just a wreath mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. A, a, a little bit of twinkle lights, yeah. it's got me. I'm there again. Yeah, that's called um, comforting nostalgia. Right, which right. is and, and yeah, I, it works, man. Yeah, it's 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 what it's for. Um, and uh, we were we were we we've been bouncing around a few episodes. People, man, I hope you've been enjoying Movie Man them thus far because we. We have some good stuff uh, planned out for you guys to listen to. For yeah, the last stuff was terrible. I hope you hate it. <laughs> um, by the way, if you like that um, M Night Shyamalan episode, just want you to know that was purely on the spot. And if you didn't, yeah. if you didn't like it, that was why. <laughs> yeah. We um, we we just realized that we needed a second episode right. to cover some ground. And in the span of fifteen minutes, we just said M Night. M Night. <laughs> and there you go. You got yeah, you had just seen old. M Night mm-hmm. was on your mind. Yep. And who can't always just talk about M Night at the drop of a hat, right? If you the can, whole episode could have been six cents. I, re- I truly love that it, movie. It, yeah, it could have been. So this episode, uh, we were planning to talk some Christmas movies, but there has been an an onslaught, a trailer palooza, trailer palooza. One could say, uh, just so many things that are uh, being advertised for the year to come, mm-hmm. and uh, they all launched. Sometimes, some, most of them on the same day, mm-hmm. uh, within two days of each other. There was other. a Brazil Comic Con. Yeah, Brazil Comic Con happened, so we have a lot to talk about in terms of the movies that are coming out that you people, uh, I'm sure, are looking forward to seeing, or maybe not. We'll talk about the things yeah. that we're anticipating, what we're, um, what we're liking from the trailers that we saw. But uh, 
Yeah, Bam, how you been? I've been immensely greeted by your dog who's in studio right now with us. <laughs> she literally stood up on me, placed her hand on my shoulders and, you know, graced me like a king. Yeah. Very lovely. Very lovely. Huh? If if you yeah, if you hear any one of us like snapping away or, or trying to yeah. sh- if you hear any if noises. You hear, if you hear a tail like object banging on a table, just no. Yeah, repeatedly just like Yeah, just no. That's that's the dog. That's no, no, please do not mistake that for my drink. <laughs> Which is another big part of the show, but this is a separate thing. You might hear a dog tail every now and again. Yeah, she's she's just ex- she's happy to be here. Uh, I I we had some homework for our next episode, which uh, yeah. I completed, and uh, I'm very look- very much looking forward to talking about that. Just to give you a bit of a preview, one of the uh, most I think beloved Christmas movies between the two of us. Yes, um, and people in general. People it should be people in general. Is um, the Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. directed by the visionary Henry Selick, yep, yep. Uh, and he just so happened to release a new film this year in much the same style, stop motion animation with a bit of a gothic twist. Uh, called oh, when... oh, sorry, may I put a Kevin that? Yeah, uh, it is directed by Henry Selick, mm-hmm. but everyone and their model believe it is a Tim the... Burton's film <laughs> because to sell the film yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, the producers while wisely said, "Let's call it." Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Every poster, it says that. Yes, thus cementing in everybody's mind. This is a Tim Burton movie, but it's actually not. This um, this Christmas, while we were uh, you know, putting up our Christmas tree, we were talking about the various movies that we might watch, and my dad mentioned how he can't fathom watching Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. because he has a bone to pick with Tim Burton. He has a bone to pick? Yeah. A skeleton? <laughs> a Jack Skeleton bone to pick? Yeah, well, he so Tim Burton, I think, I don't remember when it was recently enough where he, he said that uh, black people do not meet up with his directorial aesthetic. <laughs> yes. And uh, my father did not appreciate that comment. That, yes. So I said to him, well, you know, uh, it's not Tim Burton's movie, so you're okay, it's Henry Selick's. And that right. made him... So right. he's okay with it, with him having some kind of involvement, yeah. as long as he didn't direct it. So uh, Tim Burton is fascinated, because in the past couple of years, recently as like 2015, yes. he's kind of like... You know, I just really see black people mm-hmm. in my movies. Yeah, it's like, uh huh. Okay, That's... but here's the here's the so weird thing about that. He has actually kind of become racist <laughs> in the past twenty, thirty years. Yeah. You don't know why? Because his original draft of Beetlejuice mm-hmm. had Sammy Davis Jr. playing Beetlejuice. Hmm. That's what he thought should be Beetlejuice. Okay, and it was the producers who were like, no. Get some white guy to play him. That's just so weird. And okay. then when he got the job for Batman, mm-hmm. if you watch the original Batman, there's one little scene with um, uh, playing Billy, uh, Williams? Billy Williams. Yeah, playing Harvey Dent. Have playing Harvey Dent. Right. And his plan was in the sequel. Right. I will have Billy D. Williams become Two Face. Right, right. So he was actually pretty chill with mm-hmm. you know with, with, with black people <laughs> with, with with black people and you know non racial open racial casting. Right, right. And it seemed to have gotten beaten out of him. So you think the industry the has turned I, him kind of like he's had to develop this aesthetic where <laughs> kind of white people are it. Yeah, mm. kind of. Yeah, that's that's a nuanced take. I don't think it excuses him. Absolutely not. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it is it's good to know the history. To yeah. See, yeah. Because I do recall, like when I watched the original Batman, I'm like, it always is. A, oh, that's Billy Dee Williams, Williams yeah. playing Harvey Dent, and then he is replaced by Tommy Lee Jones right. in two movies later. Um, anyway, yeah. So we'll be talking about Nightmare Before Christmas um, next week. Next week, next episode, we'll be recording it today. 
Um, hey man, don't get them nothing. Hey, if, okay. People got to seem like we meet up every week so we're consistent. <laughs> but for now, we're going to be talking about trailers on top of trailers. Yeah. Uh, it is close to the end of the year, and uh, movie studios want you to bring those butts to those Hell seats yeah. so that you can see these, uh, these offerings for the next year. So, what do we want to start with? Um, ring, ring us up, man. Whatever. Alphabetically, <laughs> chronologically. Um, I, want to, I think I want to save. Cocaine Bear for last. Oh, of course. Um, I'll start with the one that I think I have the least to, to say about. Okay. Um, this is a franchise that you and I are not the biggest fans of. Mm-hmm. I think they have two decent movies. The rest of them are visual noise mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I tend to mm-hmm. put on mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. when I was studying mm-hmm. or, you know, literal mm-hmm. just noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the Transformers franchise. Oh. Now, um, the, 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 oh, sorry. The of it all. Two decent movies and one that I think is genuinely a good movie. Um, We're talking of our, our, our good friend Bumblebee? Bumblebee, yeah. yeah. Bumblebee's solo yeah. film. Bumblebee, which, great. <coughs> uh, one, one, one is just fine. Yeah, one is fine. I think um, three is all right. Three, the, the last quarter yeah. <laughs> of three is great. Yeah. And then the rest of them, hot garbage. Yeah, because the, the, there's a whole bit in the middle where it's just, there's this war in Chicago, which is... Yeah. Uh, just going on forever. Yeah, but that's a cool sequence. It's a it cool as an action sequence. Like when, cool. when the, the giant robot centipede is, is tearing, tearing the, building the building in half, yeah, and great, it's like that is, a, that is a visual effect for Good the decade stuff. right Good there. Stuff, yeah. um, Optimus Prime flying around with a jetpack, like, right. you know. Being a, being a murderer. Some <laughs> people in the face. Yeah, character wise, does not make any sense, no, but no, no, no. cool as hell to watch. Yep. And that's always been the thing with the Transformers movies. Um, like, you know, a mixed few, bag, one could say. Yeah, a few of them, uh, visually as impressive as you know, the effect is to see these robots with the photorealism to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they still, I would say, the fourth and the fifth one. Um, those are the ones that are the the least compelling visually, where mm. it's you can't tell what's going Good on, level, and yeah. it's just. Even though they redesigned the robots to yeah. make you see what's going on, it yeah, made yeah. it even worse somehow. Yeah, and it's like, the, because the thing is, you're not attached to any of these robots as characters, so when they're yeah. doing anything, you are not invested at all. Yeah. And if you're not invested, if it's just the same thing happening, when you're still watching that, you're just like, oh, is this the same guy from before? And right. Yeah. I, so, I, 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 there's a special place in my heart, in my heart, mm-hmm. in my heart for this Transformers franchise, because yeah. I could literally see myself mature as a film goer. Right. Watching them mm-hmm. because one and two comes out, and I'm like, oh, these are the best movies ever. These right, right, right. Up. Like 2005, so I was like 15, 16. I was just like, oh, these are movies are great. And mm-hmm. then Dark of the Moon comes out with you know we're in Egypt and right. all this nonsense, and I'm just like, cool stuff, even better than the first one. I think Reg- Re- Revenge of the Fall. Revenge of the Fall. It was in, was in Egypt. Yeah, right, Dark of the Moon is the one in Chicago. Right, right. right. Yeah. So I'm, and then so Revenge of the Fall comes out. They're in Egypt. They're in this space, yeah. whatever. And I'm like, even better. Mm-hmm. And the third one comes out, and I'm like, "Cool, <laughs> cool, yeah, uh huh." You start to see the cracks uh-huh. in the seams a bit, uh-huh. yeah. And then Age of Extinction with the dinosaurs, I just outright go, "No, mm-hmm. my things have changed." Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm an adult now. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and that's the thing is like I I don't you know mind them as as you know audiences they like seeing these movies, but I. It's not ever in a conversation higher than what they are. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, um, but you know, I, I, th- I think oddly, like there's a nice Venn diagram 
of, and I so apologize to this effect, mm. of Fast and Furious and Transformers people. There's mm-hmm. a quick Venn diagram mm-hmm. of people who like cars and explosions yep. and not much else. And those, trans- those franchises really, really do it for me. I have, a, I have a friend who, those, like, she's a big fan of Marvel, um, kind of a fan of DC, a little bit. You know, she hasn't really been impressed, but she'll see them. But the ones that she's a diehard for, right. Transformers, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Every movie, like, I remember we went to see Age of Extinction with her, and me and three other friends were there, and she was, she was one of them. And um, me and three friends were just dogging on this movie. Yeah, like, out, in, yeah. intermission, we were just like, this is the worst thing in the world. Right. Uh, why do we pay for this? Right. And she's looking over there very uncomfortable because she's having a great yeah, time. I'm not loving the time in the movie. <laughs> you know, and I felt, I felt bad because, you know, she's enjoying herself. She's having that yeah. escapism yeah. that the movies are for. Yeah. It's doing exactly what she wanted. Yeah, it's just too bad that they're terrible. Yeah. Um, but they've been on an upward trend. I will say that. So Bumblebee, I, I did like. It mm-hmm. took it back to its roots. You know, uh, a, a human with a... a you know, a vehicle that can turn into a robot. Yeah. Um, you know, navigating, having to be on Earth. They, Actually, they, they basically did E.T. Yeah, yeah, they did uh, E.T. <laughs> and, um, you know, having to hide from the, mm-hmm. the, the government, which is the face of the government is John Cena. <laughs> of course. <laughs> John Cena doing the, the best meta commentary in, in the whole franchise. He has yep. a sign where they go, they're called... What De- they're called Decepticons. They're called Decepticons. Does no one else see that? Yeah. It's strange that they're called Decepticons. <laughs> it 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 uh, it had clear villains. You know, it sure. didn't have eighty robots on the screen. No, it was very... we're fighting Angela Bassett <laughs> as a robot, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Um, now this one, which is coming out, a little bit trepidatious of it. This is uh, Transformers. Beast right. Wars. <laughs> Rise of the Beasts. They're it's calling. Beast Wars. It. They're calling it Rise it's of the Beasts. Beast Wars. My nine-year-old self with a Scorponok action figure <laughs> will tell you it's called Beast Wars. Do you Wars. think they're calling it Rise of the Beasts because uh-huh. Rise of the Planet of the Apes did well and this is a movie with an ape robot? Like, do, they, do you think they're, they're... You know, by the time you reach the fifth sequel, like, you kind of just got to make up whatever... I saw people put up the comparisons of how Beast Wars looked yeah. and, and how this now looks, which I will say this does look impressive. They're They're able to... You know, bring those uh, robotic animals to, to again. To every Transformers film looks impressive. Yeah, it's when you sit down and watch them that the yeah. problem occurs. Because I'm like, you know, that was that's, as I'm saying about Bumblebee. It it kind of kept things simplified. It was yeah. one, one Autobot, robot, yeah. two or three Decepticons, and a couple of government people. Right, and then eighties. Right, and and then eighties, and then this movie is going to take place in the nineties, and there's Optimus Prime, and, and right. there's another. Um, I think it's a Porsche that's an Autobot. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's Jazz because Jazz was a Porsche in, in the two thousand seven Transformers. Right. Um, uh, and then oh, it's, you know, I didn't even realize it's in the nineties. I'm like, yeah. oh, is that why they played the Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, soundtrack yeah, it's, and it's, yeah. I do love that because, like, there is absolutely somebody who, in the editing bay who has to, like, blank out when Biggie says nigga. <laughs> and you don't know, now you know nigga. Like, oh, somebody, red tape, red, red, red cross. To, to red put cross. up that trailer with the original, original, original nigga, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, see how fast Paramount shuts that down. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got uh, your original cast back. Um, uh, Peter Cullen coming back as Optimus Prime. Uh, I believe I like it, that check, Pete. It is, uh, yeah, he's, he will just do it, no matter what. No matter what they have Optimus Prime yeah. say. Like, 
like a big bag of money, yes, please. No matter how um, you know, inconsistent it is for mm-hmm, his character, mm-hmm, he he mm-hmm. will say it, which is fine, you know. Listen, as as I think any voice actor will work, each mm-hmm. project in its own universe. Yep. Whatever they want me to say, whatever. Yep. <laughs> I'll 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 do something completely different. Yeah, but there there are some um, there's some designs in there that are getting people excited. So the design for um, RC is, yeah. is is very um, you know close to the original cartoon. Yeah. cartoon. Um, she she looks she she has identity. She's not just a, a meld of you know silvers and and whites. Three bikes, right? <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> all right. So the first time was came out in like two thousand five or right? two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Right. Do you know that? I, I I read this article about the making of it because RC appears in Transformers Two. Yeah, she doesn't have a speaking role, but she's just in like the first action yeah, yeah, scene yeah, yeah. where she's like three bikes and then she's, she car, never is and she's gone. Yeah. Right now, apparently this is this is how stupid and sexist the makers of this thing were. Were like somebody was like arguing, mm-hmm. "Hey, we should put RC in there." Right, like you know, at least have one female Transformer, like to, to like spread out the bunch. Mm-hmm. And the producers were just like, why would the Transformers be male and female? <laughs> and she, and the person arguing this could not break through that. Well, then why are they male? Right. They, they, they could yeah. not even see the fallacy of their argument. Yeah, yeah. The, the fallacy of the fallacy argument. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, because it's it's ridiculous. They're talking robots, robots. you know, like <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, have one with a slightly. I mean, I guess in that at that point, you're you're assigning gender and, mm-hmm. and having to come up with what gender means. Yeah. And at that point... Bumblebee produ- uses his dick to piss on John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, also in the cast, you have uh, uh, John, John, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal, mm. uh, which is... You oh, know, it's Perlman. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. yeah. So I always like seeing Ron Perlman in things. You know, he, he's a good voice. Yeah. Um, you know... I, I he'll, make, he'll make a great gorilla robot. Yeah, he'll make sure. a good good gorilla robot. Um, I like the the design of of the animal creatures. You know, they do look good. They, it, they've they've managed to give the you know Optimus Primal's face that kind of expression, even though yeah. he is mechanical. Um, I'm, I'm I'm holding off all um, thoughts, true thoughts, until I see Megatron. Yeah, because Megatron is a giant T Rex, purple T Rex. Mm-hmm. And he's not seen in the trailer. Yeah. So I'm just like, but that was my guy. Right. But like my two favorite, because I watched B-Source as mm-hmm. a kid, and my two favorite people were Megatron and Scorponok. Right. And the little Jaguar, who I don't forget what a Jaguar is. But I'm just like, where are those people? Like, I cannot, and I cannot judge this thing yeah. until I see my, my three favorite guys. So you're, you're, you're looking for more things in this movie. Whereas yeah. I'm yeah. at the place where I think we're already, we already have a lot. So much? Yeah. No, I, I think we made one Bumblebee and they're like, great, <laughs> kick it back into high gear. <laughs> Let's have 50 robots fight on a volcano, yeah, the high which gear, is what seems to be happening. It wasn't working for me. Like, I get that that's what people want, but that's yeah. not what I want. Well, like, well, you do not speak for people. Uh, fair enough. You know, okay, could you could you mind naming me the lowest gross in Transformers movie? Probably Bumblebee. Yes, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, fine. Best I get movie, it. lowest gross in. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It sucks, but so the market has spoken. Um. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sure people will like it. Um. I'm hoping that I will have a good time watching it. But you know, I will say watching it when you see a, a rhinoceros robot, yeah. you know, breathing fire. Yeah. That's Obviously. You can't, and, and then you see 
Bumblebee has a Camaro mm-hmm. uh, driving down in the desert next mm-hmm. to a cheetah robot. Mm-hmm. You can't say no to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when I watched the Justice League trailer. Or something. Um, and, and it was uh, Aquaman leaping off of the Batmobile saying right. wahoo. Like, I'm, and I, I can't be mad yeah. at that. You know? so, My five-year-old cannot complain. Exactly. So it's gonna, I think it's going to hit the nostalgia for me, um, which would probably get me over the hump of any kind of bad script terrible or movie. anything. Yeah. Any terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, Is Michael Bay involved? Uh, I don't think I don't so. Think I think so. he's gotten I think off he's the train. Out. Uh, he yeah. might get like a producer credit, credit and, and collect a check. Um, yeah, produced by Michael Bay um, and a few other people. It, I, I don't know who's is directing. Is this the same guy being, who did Bumblebee? No, no. It's being directed by uh, Stephen Capel Jr. who did Creed 2 mm. and uh, a okay. movie called The Land came out in 2016. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I, think he, he'll, I think he'll be fine. I quite liked the director of the last one, who is also the director of um, Kubo. Kubo and the Two Strings. Great movie. Which is a great movie. I forget his name, though. Uh, um, yeah, 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 it's Steven. I'm gonna, uh, Steven S. DeKnight? Is that, is that, no, that's, that's, that's Daredevil the Daredevil guy. Daredevil guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Travis Knight. Travis Knight. Travis Knight, Travis Knight is his Travis name. Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen Kubo and the Two Strings, oh, yeah, excellent that, movie. So, yeah, that's Transformers. you have anything else to say on that, or should we move on to the... Um, trucks of, go boom. Tr- what? Trucks go boom? Trucks go boom. <laughs> Um, you're gonna hear. A pe- oh, oh, um, the I guess the main human character now. Yeah, supposed to be, but um, that guy is he's in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He's one of the main guys in Hamilton. So Haley Stanfield is just gone. I I guess it, yeah. this is the nineties. There's coming the new human character. Okay. Um, yeah, he's in that, and he's in Netflix's. She's gotta have it. Okay. He's one of the best characters on that show. Okay. okay. So he's he's been in some cool stuff. Does he so say look- two words in the trailer? I think so. Anthony Ramos. Oh, yeah. he says, "I'm not driving." When the police car. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has that cool moment when when Jazz pulls out right, and right, he just right. gets he, out. Yeah. He has the the TikTok clip or whatever they're gonna keep on doing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So they they're making a new Transformers. They knew it was coming. It does look better than I expected. Um, I do like the whole. Um, Optimus, there is danger, and then mm-hmm. they just that. If that is all the story is, fine. Sure. It's a cartoon episode. Sure. That's fine. Um, if you would like, like a genuine, well done, well scripted treatment of the Transformers franchise, uh, Netflix has a three part series. Uh, each each season is basically like a, a very short mini series of about <coughs> maybe four four to eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, not four to eight, four to eight. Uh, I think it's uh, Transformers Earth Rise or something mm. like that. Um, but very, very good. It, it, it looks into like the real breakdown of the Autobots and the Decepticons. Yeah. And, and uh, basically the Decepticons kind of are like, um, like you know, rebels who are, are sick of working down in the mines and, <laughs> and want you know, good things for themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, Optimus is actually the, the one that says, no, we need to keep up the status quo because... Right. because you know, uh, when you're rebelling, you tend to destroy yeah. the system that is yeah. causing oppression. And Optimus, Optimus is, is high up in the political pretty, system. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and Megatron is actually the one where you're just like, you oh, know what? You, you have oh, a point. Oh. Of course, he does go into, you know, murdering and, and slaughtering right. people for, right. his, for right. his goals. Right. He did a kill monger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of gray. It's gray area. But okay. yeah, uh, look it up on Netflix. Uh, it's, it's a very good series. Yeah. Um, it, it, here's the, it, it's so funny. My, my true nostalgia... It's really with the Michael Bay movies, right? I'm not thinking on the front. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, like, I only watched like one season of Beast Wars, mm-hmm. and I had the toys, and that was great. Yeah. But then I 
you know, gone to my head. I could not tell you what happens in that show. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, the Transformers are animals now. Yeah. And then I was, I guess I was too young for the actual 80s um, TV show. Right. The original cartoon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just cultural lexicon. I right, am right, aware right. of what the Like I went are. back to see the first movie where Optimus Prime dies. Dies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't even, even, even that I didn't see. I was, yeah, that, yeah. That was just like, maybe I saw it alluded to, but then right, I actually right. watched it. Yeah. But then I just like, the idea of Transformers mm-hmm. is cool. So, it is. I mean, yeah. regardless of what the yeah. product is. Um, there's a this coach can become a transformer. That does, <laughs> does. and and truly, like like I remember even in the first movie when they're trying to collect the magic box or whatever that can change anything into a transformer. Right. When it like freaked out and it turned like a Mountain Dew machine and an Xbox into a transformer. I right. Was right. Like, well, yeah. this is clearly the coolest thing I'll ever see mm-hmm. in a movie. Yeah. And 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 the the them pulling that off at that point in cinema. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had those superhero movies that are getting to the point where they're looking very, very polished. Right. And it, Transformers, for a movie that came out in 2007, is super, super impressive. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very clean. Um, you know why? Because, God bless him, Michael Bay will actually just crash a car into a car <laughs> and won't overwork <laughs> the production team yeah. into making everything. But even just like the, the you know, the transforming effect, yeah. where like that scene of um, Optimus Prime when he first does the transformation... Yes. And you see all the individual joints and come together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Regardless of the fact that scenes later, Bumblebee literally pisses on a human being. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You take what you can with them. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's Transformers Rise of the Beasts or Beast Wars, as, as Bam wants to say. Let's jump right into another franchise that has been somewhat of a mixed bag, if it is you acknowledge the last one that came out, which you're free not to. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 launched their trailer. What is the title? Dawn of the... It's not a mixed bag. It's three great movies and a shitty one. Yeah, that's a mixed bag. You, if you put those together in a bag, you cannot say this is a bag of good things. One of them is bad. There is mixed a mix. is like half an apple. Okay. <laughs> Don't eat the fourth apple. <laughs> one of these apples is poison. You pick. Yeah. Um, okay, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Um, the trailer dropped. We talked about the, the pictures when they came out mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. I went on a, a little bit of a rant about how he's too old to right. do movies. Right. Um, and you we saw... the trailer, boy, boy. Stunt doubles are doing <laughs> a lot of work, ain't they? Stunt doubles and the deep fakes, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Thank God that guy wears a hat yeah. <laughs> to cover his head. <laughs> and the action scenes are shot from behind. Yeah. So, and yeah. and the the only thing that I think he actually does in the trailer or, or maybe in the whole movie is when he has to duck down immediately when all those guns are pointed right, at him. Right. Oh, um, Harrison can give you a duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do. He might, yeah. you know, have to recover for right, a day or so. Right, right, right. But um, the, that moment though, I will say, classic Indiana Jones. Um, you know, I'm I'm talking too much. Yeah, I'm talking some 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 tough tough chat. Yeah. And then I am woefully unprepared for this situation. Right. And then I have to improvise and, and get yeah, myself People think of Indiana Jones as like, oh, he's a badass. But really and mm-hmm. true, like, he, he, he can be a badass. He's like, confident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gets himself into trouble a lot and he has to kind of, you know, like when he gets into a fight, he gets his ass whooped. Right. <laughs> During the fight. By the skin of his teeth, he, he will get out. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, people will, will go back to that, that clip from um, Raiders 
where he is, uh, there's a guy and he's doing some fancy sword work, you know, yeah. sword work mm -hmm. and then Indiana Jones just pulls, pulls out a gun and gun. shoots him. Yeah. Like, of course, he's going to win in that fight because right. he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, but then cut to 30 minutes later, yeah. there's a scene where they're having a fight by a plane in the desert right? and some big seven-foot German yeah, guy yeah, yeah. just beating shit out of Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Can't do a thing about Repeatedly. it. Repeatedly. Because he about is it. a professor yes. <laughs> who is good with a whip right. and a gun. But, you know... And he, he can do some fisticuffs. Right. But not against someone who's twice his size. Well, if somebody actually does martial arts. Right. He's not, he's not John Wick. Yeah. He's not um, the Terminator. Nope. Um, and that's what is good about uh, Indiana Jones. And I like that in this trailer. They do capture that really well. Um, they also capture his... I think they've kind of evolved Indiana Jones to, to meet up with Harrison Ford's current day... Hermogenness. Right. Because it's not that Indiana Jones was always, you know, this pleasant person to be around. He was always kind of an asshole. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole, but I, he's, he's, he seems in this, like, I don't, maybe it's just because I know Harrison Ford has that person on Right. That is his on screen of, persona. Yeah, of just like, don't bother me. Yeah. Um, but like, because Indiana Jones was, you know, he was always uh, very passionate about recovering this artifact and right. keeping it out of harm's way. Um, I didn't get much about the, the, the plot. plot. Uh, what's going on? You, you, I mean, you don't need to know. Even in well, I, I watched the Kingdom of Crystal so Culture. Mm -hmm. They never tell you the plot. Yeah, they're just, they're, just, just, they're just like iconography, iconography, right, iconography. Right. They're, they're just like you're gonna go see this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what the is. Theme music, the yeah. hat, the the, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They know you're the you're you're already in. Yeah. They don't need to explain what's going on. Yeah, it's Harrison Ford. He's back. Yeah, he's buy gonna, a ticket. He's please. gonna fall into a trap. <laughs> he's gonna be. I mean, Indiana Jones. The the thing I was thinking about is they have the best punch sounds <laughs> in the business, and like to relax. Sometimes I watch the 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 behind the scenes what they call foley work. Yeah, foley work is the actual making of sounds for a film. Right, right, right. So 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 when you see somebody getting punched and you hear a whatever, yeah, there's actually somebody separate in another studio looking at footage mm -hmm. and. With a broom full of assorted weird items, right? Trying to create a sound that is reminiscent of what that punch should be, right? Right. Excuse me. Hello. Hi, Lati. Calm yourself. Um, his dog needs. His dog has very intricate thoughts on Indiana Jones. Apparently, apparently I think uh, she she's a staunch defender of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sure. She she actually thinks it. Well, was... she saw it on her birthday. It's a lot of <laughs> sentimental to her, as we all know. I mean, she had high hopes of Shia LaBeouf. He was right That's after true. the Transformers franchise. I yeah, know. He was, he was the diamond in her eye. Right. I, th I think um, you said it when we were talking about it, but um, Phoebe... Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Yeah, she, she is a draw for me in this the trailer. Best. Oh, yeah. I she's think, maybe the reason I watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's going to be um, engaging. She's going to be, um, you know, a good person to play off of Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. A good, you know, uh, partner. Indy needs in this. a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. And... and I think it, it, it works out better when it, it, it is a woman. Um, like in the first one, I, I just talked about her this week and I'm currently Karen? blanking on her Karen? name. Karen is the character's name. Mm -hmm. um, oh, the actress's name? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I forgot the actress's yeah. name. But um, yeah, she, she is great in, in, in that movie. She, she, she was like a big childhood crush for me. Yeah. And then it's years later and I was like, oh, it's because she's smart and competent. And right. I, that's like kind of a weird thing and she, she has, has a child in these kind of adventure movies like an yeah. actual smart comedy even though she's a dams in distress she's not like oh i'm being tied up and i'm waiting to be saved she's actively trying to get out of the situation and she has personal stake in that first movie exactly as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. like and and she has such a great 
introduction in that movie where she is um you know drinking everybody at the bar on bar, the yeah, table yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like when she first sees indiana jones she sucks him right in the face <laughs> um uh, what uh, karen karen allen is the actress's name oh it's what, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what is her uh what's her character's name huh Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. So that is the bar for an Indiana Jones companion for me. Yeah. Um, I really got, got my boy Short Round in um Temple of Doom. Marion, that's her name in. Uh, Marion, yeah, Marion, I remember yeah. that now. Um, yeah, Short Round in Temple of Doom. Who you know, um, I don't know if they will. I mean, now they're probably kicking themselves for not including him because of yeah. his, his his showing in everything yep, everywhere, everywhere all at once, once. Yeah, yeah. which was you know surprised everybody to see him back again. Yep. Um, and what was so great about that was that the second you heard him, you're just like, that is short round. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe I, the, the, my, my, one of the best memories of watching everything ever all at once. A great movie you should all watch. Yeah. Because maybe we'll do an episode on it. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Maybe in like four weeks time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, were, we were watching it and then somebody turned, somebody just turned to me and like, that guy looks so familiar. <laughs> and I just went, that short round. And they went, that short round. And freaked out. <laughs> that is excellent. Um, yeah, so I don't know. This is um, a legacy sequel. They do tend to hide those things from the trailer, mm-hmm. and then you, know, you pop up and you see it in, in the, the movie, and you're just like, oh my god, they included that. Right. Um, but we were talking about this when the, the pictures came out where they, he had his legacy sequel already. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I don't know what the plans are after this, but you pointed it out, um, or someone had tweeted about it, but uh, Boyd Holbrook is in this movie. Yeah, as a, it seems to be a foil for yeah, Indiana he's Jones. Henchmen, he's one yeah. of the, the one of Mads Mikkelsen's henchmen, yeah. and um, he also was a, a henchman of sorts in Logan, mm-hmm. which was another legacy, legacy sequel, sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, for which was also directed by James Mangold. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. clearly, he likes Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. But um, I'm a great, great actor. That's Boyd yeah. Holbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, Indiana Jones. It's a franchise with a lot of. It was cool to see. Uh, um, what is the 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 guy who's Gimli in? Um, uh, oh, oh, um, I, uh, Gimli in Third Ring. Yeah, John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies. It yeah. was really, I really like seeing him right at the start. Yeah, that gave me a sense of calm and nostalgia, and yeah. I was like, I, I was on the fence with this movie, but that got yeah. me. I really yeah. like because yeah. he is is great seeing him in that. And the thing about that was, I saw uh, the Fellowship of the Ring first. Yeah, before I had gone yeah, back to okay. see, yeah. and I was like, "How are you this animated when right. this movie took place twenty years prior?" Yeah, um, and he still doesn't look that bad. No, you want to know one of my favorite fun facts about the million fun facts about Lord of the Rings? Yeah, the guy who plays Gimli, mm-hmm. John Reese Davis, is six foot five. What? But they wanted him so badly to play Gimli <laughs> that they went out of their way to make him as short as the hobbits. Just because they're like, well, he has to play Gimli. This First has to of be all, our guy. So he was the tallest person on set uh-huh. playing the dwarf. He's taller than Ian McKellen. He's taller than Ian McKellen. He's six foot five. He's a giant man. But they're like, this is our Gimli. This is our guy. Because like, he's tall in, in Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, but like, I don't think you know, he's that tall. Yeah. I, I know so many facts about Fellowship of the Ring. Like when I, or, or all the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. When I watch them, I'm just like, hey, you know... Um, uh, Every scene, you can be like, you know they did this. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to do this. Like, oh, um, Viggo Mortensen actually kicked his toe. Right, <laughs> and right, that's right. why he's screaming. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... But I didn't know that. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the guy who played Boromir. He hated helicopters. So every scene on a mountain, he actually had to climb the mountain himself <laughs> to get up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I... I 
I'm looking forward to it. Mads Mikkelsen is doing exactly what I thought he would do. He looks great. Yeah. Um, a fun fact. Um, speaking of Indiana Jones, in Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. Yeah. Uh, the lady who plays the quote-unquote sidekick before yeah. she turns and is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. That is the villain from RRR. The, the Encounters. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Okay, cool. Go watch RRR. Yeah. Might be an episode on that as well. Sure. Yeah. Might be a three-part episode for, <laughs> for, for each part of each that movie. Each part of that movie. <laughs> yeah. But, um, RRR on Netflix. It's an Indian film. You will love it. Watch I promise. It. And you know what? You, might you can personally cost me if you don't like that movie. If you don't like it, don't listen can, to this. You can personally ask me if you don't like that movie. Yeah, you don't please. know why? Because you love it. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the, uh, the deep fake, though. Um, <laughs> sure. I think... It's, a deep, it's, it's, it's not technically a deep fake, but... Okay. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, it's, so, they've been, they've, they've been doing the de-ageifying for a, a little while now. Yeah. Specifically, Disney has been doing it. Yep, I think and I had a whole rant on that's where how weird that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you did, you did. We talked about that. Um, and Ant Man, I think, is one of the first times I saw it, and I don't think I have seen it done much better than that. Michael Douglas in that looks pretty clean yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. But Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel, right? Uh, um, Luke Skywalker in no, in, no, 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 no. I'm not no. saying it looks good. I'm just saying examples of it. Oh. But you know, I think when they're trying to do too much with it. Is when it starts to fall, fall apart. apart yeah. It's kind of like when they were doing um, um, motion capture in the mid to late 2000s, yeah. where you would kind of just feel like this is not real. Yeah. I'm not watching, I'm not being pulled into this illusion. Yeah. Um, Listen, no, let's not bring the Christmas Carol and Beowulf into this. Man. What do you mean, Polar Express? Polar Express. <laughs> Jesus. And the thing A about. A movie I refuse to watch that my girlfriend watches every year and was like, have fun with that, darling. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I was about to say, I'm married to somebody who insists on watching that every mm-hmm. year and every year I'm just like why well, do you watch this nightmare fuel congratulations um only saving grace for that is Tom Hanks uh, yeah so the the it's one shot in the trailer and um I'm I'm pretty certain they're just gonna put that at the front of the movie yeah to, like get the plot going yeah and just here's this flashback of young Harrison Ford yeah it's, if it's just that then fine yeah. yeah but I you know if if it is stretched too much, then it will it will break, it will snap. That will not be because uh, even that one shot in the trail, I'm just like, well, one, this guy is very established as being an old looking man, right? You know, yeah. So Harrison Ford has been perpetually fought. His face <laughs> yeah. has been old for a while. Yeah. Um. So I uh, yeah, the I mean it is also it is a big budget Disney movie, so it's gonna. I would hope it will have you know solid special effects. Um. James Mangold is you, good with action. You know that that's kind of my problem with the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like in the trailer, it's just like, you know, cool shot, cool shot, cool shot, cool shot. Is some of it too green screeny for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I, I was watching it, I'm just like, you know, all the other ones, and and okay, so Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Yeah. Okay, let's separate ourselves from the Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys in the trailer right, scene. Right. Right. That's the, kind of the only bad mm-hmm. looking scene. Yeah, that entire movie. Mm. Everything else is like a set, <laughs> and like it's practical. Or yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I the think, I think the end kind of gets very close yeah, encounters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sh- sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The pyramid, whatever. Right, right, right. But okay, ninety percent of that movie. Yeah, the car chases, yeah, the yeah. gunfights, everything. Yeah, is everything very, looks like pretty cool. Indiana Jones in the 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 shipping warehouse. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Good stuff. Yeah, that all looks really clean and real. Right. And then when I'm watching this trailer, no one was like. It looks a little fake. Yeah, because, because even even 
that that's what I assume is like they're in New York on that car chase. Mm-hmm. Even that looks a little Captain America the First Avenger <laughs> to me. Yeah. I'm um, like, mm, this isn't quite right. There's a shot of Indiana Jones on the back of a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very uh-huh. PS2 video game mm-hmm. cutscene, but mm-hmm. very good PS2 video game cutscene. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 good for 2007. Sure. Um, but yeah, what year are we now? <laughs> exactly. So I'm, you know, I get that some of this must have been filmed over COVID and also yeah. in uh, 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 Harrison Working Ford working around Harrison Ford being 80. Being 80. Um, so. I, I and and people want to see Indiana Jones. I get yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I don't absolutely. the franchise I don't think it is one that can live on without that central character. So I don't know what I want. I don't know if yeah, I they're, want they're making I listen, I hope this is one more before he, you know, dies. Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> but you know, this this seems yeah. like the last goal. It would be nice have. to just this to be the, the final yeah. note. You know, this is the end of the, the franchise. Um I I mean I feel bad that Spielberg didn't do it because yeah. it'd been nice if like all five movies were yeah him Harrison. I just don't think he's interested in coming back to this. No, yeah. Spielberg is Spielberg is in his old man mood now. Like yeah, the past movies have been like he's <laughs> like I'm I'm an old reflective man. <laughs> and I his to, like, his, his most recent movie is about his parents' divorce, his childhood that made him yeah his parents' divorce that right made him into a Yeah, so he's 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 getting reflective. Yeah. Uh, he's not the you know. I mean, but to be fair, Indiana Jones was kind of him thinking about the the 1940s serials yeah, that he watched, yeah, yeah. And, and that was a part of his childhood. No, that the, influenced the, whole, him. the whole pitch for Indiana Jones was when they made all these like you know action in the jungle 1930s 20s serials right, right, right. for kids. Mm-hmm. Him, George Lucas, and Harrison Ford grew up and were just like, "Hey, we really like those." Yeah. But even upon reflection, they were dumb and weird. Yeah. Like, what if we just did the good version of that? Yeah, that's what yeah. Indiana Jones. Let's just have Indiana Jones in a random place yeah. with a random adventure, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so I think um, I think James Mangold, I, he is the, the one thing in this where him and Phoebe Waller-Bridges, yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the two elements where I'm just like, that's most These exciting me make, about this. make good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, because I don't think um, John uh, Reese davies is going to be in it for much. I no, he's gonna no, I'm I'm he's gonna do the remember in Force Awakens when um <laughs> what's his name shows up to give Poe Dameron the flash drive. Yes. <laughs> Whatever he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um all right, so that's Indiana Jones five. Let me know let us know if you're looking forward to it. Um if anybody out there is a is a huge Indiana Jones fan and you're just very much been waiting for this movie because Crystal Skull left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. You know. Next up uh, this was a movie that had a teaser, uh, and the teaser was, I would say, that's very much what a teaser is. It's just a morsel of something to give you a taste of what the movie's going to be, uh, and this is the Mario movie, Super Mario Brothers mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Sorry, our good friend, Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, good teaser, I thought, in the sense that it did sell me on a cinematic visualization of the world of Mario. Uh, Mario, the Mushroom Kingdom, has lots of iconography that... Lots and lots. Yeah. Many games have come out, one could say. Yeah, and, and, you know, there's different worlds and different environments because they've been making these games since, what, 19... Excuse me. Hello. Look, I get it. You're a Sonic guy. Yeah. Or a Sonic girl. Listen. listen. (laughs) But, you know, Mario... Sonic has two movies now. Top grossing. Sonic already has a movie, Lassie. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now we're talking about Mario. 
Do you wish that it was an Italian? Absolutely. Was Italian, right? I wish it was. I was, I was talking to that. <laughs> but yes. No, me and her both agree. Yeah. It should be an Italian. It should be the same dumb guy who does the Italian voice. Yeah. In a Nintendo 64 one as since, you know. Like, I, I get it that you're like, they're doing the Hollywood thing mm-hmm. where instead of getting like great voice actors to yeah. do interesting characters. Yeah. You just hire a slew of celebrities. Oh, by the way, just to go back, um, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts has uh, John DiMaggio, who cool. is known okay. for doing. Good guy. Uh, he yeah. does Bender on Futurama. He does Mr. Krabs. Um, Adventure Time. He's Adven- on. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a big voice actor. He's great. He's right, he's great. great. So it's it's nice when he, when a voice actor gets swept up in a big Hollywood production because yeah. yeah. just like give them their due. Do, yeah. We just lost Kevin Conroy. Like. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, these are the people who you should be getting to do these movies. Exactly. Yeah. Chris Pratt is regular, regular action hero that can sell internationally. But here's the thing. I almost get it because they're like, well, it worked for the Lego movie. Yeah. Let's just do yeah, the Lego absolutely. movie again. Absolutely. I, and I, I almost get it from yeah. that point of view. But Lego movie, I, I don't know, I guess also had phenomenal directors. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, it's cute that they almost have. But also Lego, Lego has a blank slate. Where there is not a character or a voice that people are so accustomed true, to. True, true. So Mario is like when you hear Chris Pratt doing it. Like when he in this trailer, he gets to speak a bit more. Yeah, and when he but goes, it sounds like Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, because when he goes, "Let's go," yeah. it sounds like Chris Pratt just working on his Mario on voice, voice. And this is supposed to be the final, final. product. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I feel like people have said everything there is to say about his voice. Um, we don't need to talk. We'll see if it if, if throughout the movie. Big up Jack Black as as holding as down closer, the court, man. Holding down the court. He he is doing the most in this. Yeah. Um, he is. Jack Black has never failed. Yeah. Um, Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. You get to oh, hear her for Peach. a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's Charlie Day. Charlie Day is Luigi. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Seth I mean, bring it back Charlie Day and Chris Pratt from Lego. Cause yeah. Charlie was Rocket. Rocket Man. Yeah. 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 Lego. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh, what's his name? Seth Rogen will be playing Donkey Kong. Cool. Did, didn't hear his voice, um, cool. but uh, it was nice. Like when I when I heard the "It's a Me" or or um, "Let's a Go" Let's from a go. Chris mm-hmm. Pratt, and then right after that, Donkey Kong is beating Beat the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, that I, I appreciated that. Yep. Um, and uh, Keegan Michael Key is as Toad, which nice. I think he's nice. he, I think he's all right because I think he's yeah. just kind of like he's kind of a voice actor in his, in his own yeah journey. yeah like he's he's got a very animated voice yeah um so he doesn't have to I think uh huh you think Jordan Peele you think Jer- who should Jordan Peele be for for Toad for Toad I don't think so man like I think no look look Keegan he's not he doesn't have an Oscar <laughs> so, That's very so he true. needs what he can get That's very true um yeah so uh, I think the cast is. Solid for the most part. Should, you, you know, last year, right? It should have been um, Key, um, Key and Peel for the Hammer Bros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a one scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, it is funny. We'll talk about this for the Wendell and Wild, but it is funny that there, there is a, a group of animated movies that is just them playing themselves. Yeah. Like in Toy Story 4. Yeah. Where they're yes. the duck and the yeah. the rabbit, right. literally just doing yeah. key and Could bits. you guys come in and do a bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I mean, story wise, it just looks like Bowser. There's this thing that I've been seeing. People are upset with this movie for being too woke. Uh, and I'm, I beg your pardon. I'm tired, man. I beg your pardon. I'm so tired. How? how what? Because there's a scene where Princess Peach is not in her princess getup. She's in like a pink jumpsuit. And she's calling the shots of how the Mushroom Kingdom is going to respond to Bowser's aggression. 
being the ruler of the Mushroom Kingdom, you would think, sure, she should. But there are people who are like, there. this is the... Holi- Incels go outside. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No. Touch grass, do you my know, guy. Do you know what was the other movie that they compared this to for doing that same treatment? What? Toy Story 4 for their treatment of Bo Peep. Bo Peep was, was uh, uh, the, the feminization of the Toy Story franchise. I'm so glad I've catered my algorithm to never see the opinions I don't know of what it is that men who do not matter. Yeah. Like... You know what it is? And I'm, I might delete this part, but I have a group chat with a friend who... You have is, an insult friend? Yeah, pretty much. Great. And uh, Great. Good for you. it is to the point where I just, I, I don't engage because trying to engage just results in three hour long arguments yeah. and life is short. Incels are like a type of troll. Yeah. Like they just, and a troll is just somebody who wants attention. Right. No matter if you are above their argument or you can better their argument, they just want the attention of you talking to them. Yeah. So just do not engage with them. Yep. And they have nothing to for go your own, on. Like, I'm of the opinion that, you know, you should... Uh, that's what discourse is for. You're supposed to develop through discussion to make a better world and all that. Yeah, but I can't argue with people who are not smart enough to know when they are wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, that to me is... To me, a smart person is someone who acknowledges when they are incorrect on something. Yeah. And a dumb person is, no, no. I know all the facts already. Right. I need no new information right. to study to think about. Yeah, and it's like there's to me nothing, that is a dumb person. They need to, to have things they know. Everything. They need to be in that first position to be open to the the possibility right. that they might not be, be correct yeah. about um, uh, Princess Peach being a, a feminazi in the Mario right. movie. Also, have you played maybe Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> Peach will fucking murder you. <laughs> Peach yeah. run shit. I'm I mean, sorry. Look, that 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 I will say. Making a Mario movie, if it had just been Mario saves a princess, that would have been boring as shit. Boring as shit. And every also, other game does it. Every other game does it. Tired of seeing that, you know. Yeah. But and also, it, you know, give what's wrong with Peach having a little bit of agency? Yeah. In in the guys, the, maybe they're gonna rescue Daisy. <laughs> maybe Daisy is the issue. Maybe yeah. I don't. Maybe you know who they should rescue is Toad. Yeah, Toad. Toad sucks, yeah. and Toad gets should get it, kidnapped. It, it should be like a kill the messenger. Yeah, exactly. Like thing where like Toad, Toad goes to deliver a message, and Bowser's like, yeah. Rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, they did, but okay. So, so you know, that's the insert community being their their dumb, you know, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that's that's no need to bring them. Up. Right. Um, but you know, I like. Burn in hell, we'll off up. <laughs> um, Anya Taylor Joy, I mean, she is an incredible actress in her own right. I think she could sleepwalk through this movie sure. and, and do fine with it. Um, I'm sure she was in studio for a week. She banged this out. Right. And she went you know, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have to disguise her voice at all, you know? I think Anna Taylor Joy is like one of my favorite white women <laughs> right now. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look up the cast. Yeah. At least I, just, I, could just, I could just recognize Jack Black. I could recognize Chris Pratt. I could have said Jennifer Charlie. Lawrence and you would have been like, sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and like, she just happens like to be one. the one at the moment. Right. Um, yeah, she, she is the it girl. Yeah. The, so um, there, there was also, at the very end, they showed the Mario Kart uh, bit right. of the, the... Rainbow Road. I didn't expect that. Um, I thought... And, and I liked when they showed Mario, you know, constantly dying doing the, the platforming, mm-hmm. which is true to playing right. a Mario game. Right. You do not do the speed run on the first attempt. Nope. So it makes sense nope. for Mario to be like, okay, how does mm-hmm. this work? Oh, you need to catch the... Like, that is incorporating gameplay into the movie. The, 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 okay, the only funny, I guess, adjacent insult thing I thought, but I'm pretty sure it was somebody was doing a bit or a troll, which they yeah. are, are always doing a troll. 
Yeah. Um, somebody posted a screen cap of the Rainbow Road. And they're like, oh, I can't believe they made Mario this woke bullshit with the pride flag. <laughs> and I'm like, that hey, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I, I work with that because you're making fun of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're doing it. They're showing scenes on Rainbow Road with yeah. the, the Mario characters and the go Mario, a lot of lore <laughs> in those games because you could, for shits and giggles, have like, oh, you know, I was a doctor once. Yeah. Oh, you play golf. That's what play golf in, um, once. Oh, the, played the, soccer. Once. The Lego like, movie where, right. you know, you could be all these different careers. You could, you could yeah. Um, the, you know, Mario Tennis, uh, Mario at the Olympics, yeah. you know. There's a, there's a lot of different things that, that Mario does there, there's in a different great, games. There's a great fan theory that, like, Everybody in the Mushroom Kingdom were like great friends. It was extremely peaceful. Right. And they used to like hang out and play sports and throw parties together. And oh. then some event happened. Right. Where Bowser kidnapped the princess and right, right, broke right. away everybody into factions. Okay, so every fun mini game Mario game is, is like a prequel. prequel. <laughs> yeah. And then every game where Mario has to rescue the princess is like right. forward after that. So that's the thing about Mario is that there isn't really a through line story throughout all of the games. But it looks as like they are uh, well, yeah. The the I guess the through line of the main games yeah. is a princess is kidnapped and then saved and then and, yeah. r- rinse and repeat. Yeah. And you know, you, you, the Bowser has his different children that are sometimes mm-hmm. the mini bosses and everything. Um, but in this game, they're incorporating those different things to be a part of this universe. So they're making yeah. it one you unified. You take all the lore thing. and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, and I like that they're showing some creativity with the concept, which is all you really want whenever somebody takes on this IP. very recognizable IP. Okay. Um, you know, I uh, do you think this will this will take the crown from from Sonic because <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two is currently the most successful video game film adaptation. Uh, do you think this beats that? Let me just pull up what exactly Sonic two made. Um, you know what? It's it's the people who did the Minions movies. Yeah. And I, for the life of me, do not get the Minions movies probably because I'm not a six year old. Yeah, but they make bank. But they make bank, yeah. so I'm just like. Sure, guys. I I guess you'll yeah. make all the money in the world. So Sonic the Hedgehog two made four hundred and two million dollars worldwide. Really? Yep. Huh. And um, let me see. Never seen it. I seen the first one. And I'm like, cute. I yes. Guess. Um, Minions: The Rise of Gru, which came out this year. I never liked Sonic. It went to oh, Gru came out. Haven't found a Gru. Minions: The Rise of Gru uh-huh, uh-huh. made nine hundred and thirty nine million dollars. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. That's almost a billion dollars. Hit franchise. For guys. the Minions. Hit franchise. Yo, do not... I, again, do not try and flex on the Minions. No, but you know what? This happens to me every year a Minions movie comes out. Yeah. Like, there are episodes of the, the box office show I did where I would... Like, we'd talk about Minions when it was in the top five. Right. And it would be like, oh, it's making some money. Yeah, and, and then you'd never leave the top you'd five. Ch- it, well, it would just be sitting in like six and eight yeah. for weeks, just racking up millions and millions yeah. and millions. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you'd see it was one of the top grossing films of exactly. the year. Exactly. Insane. There's those, nothing. Listen, there's nothing of substance to them. No. Listen, those it's not even like Looney Tunes where it's like, oh, one's a bunny, one's a duck. No, you no, know? it's three Frenchmen speaking <laughs> gabagoo gibberish, and then tada, the cash machine. But every now out. and then, it's like they have a little bit of Spanish in there, which is like, is that offensive? Because you're basically it's literally Spanish gibberish, them going like Spanish, French, and whatever gibberish. Yeah. And then ching ching ching. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Don't bite my elbow, dog. <laughs> Anyway, that uh, yeah, so it is the Illumination Machine. Let's see if it applies to the uh, Mario Mario movie. Uh, mixed bag of voice acting in which the mixed bag is just one, which we're kind of dissatisfied Dog, with. I respect how affectionate you are, <laughs> but like you have now reached the peak of affection. Yeah, we I think we have two more trailers. 
but I'll just go for this one because it is my, I don't care what you call me, call me a Marvel fanboy, call me a, 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 a film pleb who doesn't appreciate the, the finer things of the, those Oscar darlings. You heard of Scorsese. I don't give a damn. My most anticipated film of 2023. Absolutely. Guardians of the Galaxy Oof. Volume 3. Oof. There is not, a, and this is not, listen, I get it, man. You're thinking, Truly my best friends in the cinema landscape, the you, Guardians. <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, you mean the franchise with the talking tree, who says three words, and, and the talking raccoon. raccoon uh, guns. You know, like, you, that, that has anything of substance. And the autistic buff alien. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, yep, that's the one. That's that, the one. There is not a franchise in the last decade uh, and you know, from 2020, 2010 onwards, beating into this decade, that has had more heart and substance than the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. True. Um, it is no qualms from it. And, and and inclusive of their arc in Infinity War, yeah. um, no. there is so much pathos in those movies, which you do not expect because of how silly it is, silly it is and how, how belligerent it is, and how juvenile the humor can be, mm-hmm. but. Those movies are about grief and loss and mm-hmm. finding belonging. Like finding family. They are what the Fast and Furious movies think they are. purport to be with yeah. their emphasis on family. Right. Like that scene with the, the guardians who are all standing in a circle and they realize, oh, these are my chosen family. Mm-hmm. You know, Peter Quill, which I don't know if you saw the, um, the Christmas special. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, no. I, I mean, it, it kind of... It just came out. For, for listeners, every time I say no, that is a dog poking into me. Right, right. Okay. Um, it just came out, so I don't want to spoil it. But even in the Christmas special, right. they're able to tap into the, well, one, the absolute hilarity of these characters. Because yes. um, Drax and Mantis, who should be just kind of one-note characters, yeah. are infinite wells of comedy. Yes. Um, especially in the special, there's a moment where it legit turns into a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> With uh, poor Kevin Bacon running for his life. Yep, yep. Um, the but path of the holiday Christmas special is Drax and Mantis want to get um, Star-Lord a, birth- a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And he keeps on talking about his favorite hero, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So they go to Earth to kidnap Kevin Bacon. Deep pull from the first movie where Kevin Bacon oh, was... They, they bring him up in the second one as well. Yeah, yeah, no, they do. Because he, he's... Um... Oh, sorry, no, they, bring, they bring him up in the first movie as mm. a great hero named Kevin Bacon right, taught, right. taught a, a, a town how to dance right. in Footloose. And in Infinity War, they bring up Footloose again. Right. So, so they know that like, oh, this guy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in, in the minds of the... And that was a good... The other good thing about the Christmas special was um, the, all the aliens having an understanding of, of Christmas... From the mind of, or, or from the, the Chinese telephone yes, transmittance of a, yeah, yeah. a 10-year-old child who was abducted. Yes. And then the different aliens who have picked up on the various right, things right. of what Christmas is. Yeah. And it's not like the, the religious fundamental Christmas. No, it's just all the... There's some Santa Claus in there right. and there's some Jack Frost. And it's yeah, like, what some, do these all... Stuff. Yeah, 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 what's all this mythology mean? Which, um, which, which, you know what? Is a lot, a lot of religions worked back in the day when exactly. somebody was telling me something secondhand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, if you don't have Disney+, Plus, uh, find somebody that does and watch a Christmas special because it's, it's great. It genuinely is great. Um, but they have a lot of heart in that where um, you have, um, especially with Peter Quill and his whole, him, him dealing with the, the loss of the woman that he loved and mm. also the loss of his family yeah. from when he was a kid and him you know, not being able to say goodbye to his mother right. as she was or on her deathbed. 
you know, um, yeah, or his father, like shooting his father in the face. <laughs> yeah. A, shooting his father in the face, and then B, having to literally watch his father, soccer, watch his papa, yeah. his daddy. Yeah, right, right. his actual, yeah, right. The, his, his, um, his, the father that raised adopted him. Father, his adopted right. father. Yeah. And learning that your birth father is the one that murdered, murdered your mother. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Tough, the, tough go, that, that Star Lord. These about. movies go deep, and this trailer shows that it is going to be everything that you have expected from the previous films because it has all of the belligerent comedy that you expect from the movies mm-hmm. and also that extreme um, emotional, emotional catharsis. catharsis. Yeah, because um, Dave Batista, man, I know this, this, oh, this, guy, this podcast is quickly becoming a Dave Batista fan cast. Yeah, yeah. And rightfully As so. Rightfully should be. Because opening up the trailer just <laughs> catapulting a dodgeball dodge into a little girl's face. Yep. Laughing about it. Certain, because we in in the Christmas special, um, you kind of get a sense of how strong he is because he flips an actual cop car. Yeah. Um. So he is throwing Plus this. Dodge- can jump like twenty feet. Yeah, 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 just effortlessly. <laughs> yeah. And he is throwing this dodgeball straight into the little girl's face. Mm-hmm. Now she's an alien. I don't know what her physiology is. <laughs> right. But, but he probably could not very. Get probably not get enough. <laughs> he could. He could murder somebody oh. with a dodgeball. Um. But yeah, like his that that being hilarious, and um, he actually he he bookends the trailer mm-hmm. with with being his hyper violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also responsible for one of my favorite emotional moments in the second movie, when Mantis, who is an empath, puts her hand on his shoulder, and he's just looking stoic the entire time. Mm-hmm. And when she does it, she bursts out in tears mm-hmm. because this that man, a deep of emotion. he is constantly. Thinking about his lost uh, uh, wife and daughter, like right. who, who yeah. died in front of him, um, but he doesn't seem that way. But it's always on his mind. Yeah. Also, he says like one of the best lines in the movie, where it's just where he calls Mantis ugly, right? And she's like, "No, no, it's good that you're ugly. That means if people like you, right? They really like exactly, you. <laughs> yeah. Like he he seems like he doesn't understand metaphors and everything, yeah. but he he's an extremely uh, emotional person. Also, he's like. Loki, the horniest character in the film, even over <laughs> Peter Quill, like he has like great stories. Of, like, no, I loved when my parents sat around and told me like right. how they mated. And, yeah, and he 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 says Earthlings have hangups. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, and then he says like, we went to some dance and every, we went to some party and everybody was dancing. I knew I would marry the woman across the dance floor because she was standing still, even the most beautiful music was playing. Like, yeah, and yeah. It, was, it was like it made me engorge. Right. And I'm like, what a great way to jump the PG-13 <laughs> line instead of saying, instead of saying like, she made my dick hard, <laughs> she made me in in a, in a Disney movie, in a Disney man. Movie. Yeah, yeah. In a movie that, that has spurned a Christmas special. Yeah. Because James Gunn will push that envelope. Yeah. Like DC will make him make, will let him make um, the Suicide Squad and, and right. Peacemaker where he can just do whatever he, he actually wants, wants to do. Yeah. But he will push the Disney he, envelope right, to he'll the manage to like, my, like one of those... Wow, I cannot believe they got away with that. Yeah. In the first Guardians of the Galaxy, when they, they just meet up and they just get on the ship. Yeah. Gamora's like, by the way, clean this place. This place looks filthy. Yeah. And Peter Quill <laughs> says, thank God we don't have a backlight in here. If we yeah. had it, this place would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. And that is an incredible sperm joke. It is ridiculous <laughs> that that is, and that's 2014. Yeah. 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 And so, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I know that that joke will go over kids' heads. Yeah. Because they're like, what? Jackson Pollock, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like me and my friends are just like, 
Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Sperm choke? And it's one of those things where a kid will watch that later on and just be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what he meant. Yeah. Um, one flew incredibly under the radar. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the trailer itself, it, it has, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's some conversation about uh, remembering the, where they came from, mm-hmm. which is typical of, of the third film in a franchise. Right, right, right. You know, like um, Spider-Man 3, he's, he's thinking about his, the person who he killed, killed his, his uncle. uncle. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 3, all of a sudden, the Ten Rings are well, relevant again right. after they kidnapped um, Iron Man in the first one. Um, you know, so there's, there's, there, there tends to be that thing of finality where you're going back to the roots and... Mm-hmm. and Close looks, the chapter of the book. Right, but it looks like in closing the chapter... Some characters might bite the dust. Right. Um, they did kill off a character in the last movie yep. that did not return. Although they killed Gamora and she is somewhat back. Um, not yeah, the same Gamora. Yeah. They killed Groot and he somewhat ki- So that's the thing with, with at least with this series. When a character dies, if they do come back, they are not the same character. Yeah, yeah. You know? So the death still it has be, consequences. They can be reincarnated in a different Right, game, exactly. But. And that, that is interesting. It's, yeah. it, I don't think um, death necessarily needs to be final for it to be effective. You can have mm-hmm, characters mm-hmm. come back, and if you're, if you're not just, you know, the character has come back, like just the same character. Yeah, brush it off. Yeah. No consequences. Then that's bad. You know, and that's lazy, and that's just because you want to sell Captain America action figures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, if, it's, if it's the same looking character, but there's something different about them, or the way that they interact with these new... Because this, this Gamora in this movie... Has not had the bonding that she has had with these characters. Yeah. She did not have that arc in the first film where she, you know, betrays her father. She doesn't know and who these people are. Nor her exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I think that's going to be entertaining because she's going to, like, in the first film, Gomorrah's like, these people are fucking morons. Right. And she's going to see that nothing's changed. Yeah. Same. same, um, same anyway, I, I mean, listen, I saw the tra- I've only seen the trailer once because mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? This is my favorite film franchise. I don't want to really spoil yeah, yeah. anything Yeah, you're else. sold. You're sold. I'm, so, I'm sold already. You and bought your tickets three times over um, already. <laughs> exactly. Down payment made. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Boy, oh boy, I cannot wait to sit in a movie theater and cry when Rocket and his little author girlfriend get together because I know James James has a unique talent of taking the dumbest facets yeah. of a comic book character yeah, yeah, yeah. and like playing the joke as the joke mm-hmm. and then spinning it around until like you're, you've laughed and are so comfortable with the joke yeah. that he's now going to show you w- the sadness that can right. be pulled from the joke. Right, and, right, and, you're, right. and you're so into the... You, you become so communal with them mm-hmm. that you're now, oh shit, I, I truly care about them. Yeah, because he, yeah, he makes you laugh with it, but then yeah, he, he makes he, you he's, feel He's it. like, look, it's a joke. Isn't yeah. the joke funny? You're like, ha ha ha. And then he like really gets into these yeah. characters now and it's he tragic. rings the joke out. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you're attached to them yeah. like without even knowing. Yeah, yeah. So when... That's not hate to say it, but the best line I think of the MCU mm-hmm. is when after fifty times of hearing "I am Groot," yeah, he in the end of the first guard, he spins it on his head, yeah. and Rocket is holding Groot and going, "Stop doing this! Why are you doing this? Do, you're going to kill yourself." Yeah, and he says, "We are Groot." Yep, you not your heart dry, tears. Not your heart tears. Yeah. Because you, Absolutely. You, 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 you've, you've truly fallen in love with the joke and you, you unknowingly have fallen in love with the character. And then Martin Scorsese is going to say that's not cinema. Anyway. Um, Martin Scorsese is a 90-year-old man. <laughs> He's not going to no get emotion from a, exactly. a talking There's tree. No, like, 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 
God, again, my good friend Tarantino said it uh, on on his on his weeks long book tour where he's been trashing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, listen, I'm sixty. Yeah, yeah. When I was a little kid, yeah. I was reading he didn't even, Marvel, yeah, com- Marvel he comic was books. Like, if I was in my twenties, he'd love these. Yeah, he's, if yeah. I was in my twenties, I would absolutely love the MCU. Yeah. Unfortunately, I grew up in the seventies, eighties. Yeah. So my time for, of of loving that unconditionally has passed. Yeah. And now cut to Scorsese, who's right. ninety, who's just like, why should he give a shit? <laughs> why <laughs> to, should he give to a him? Shit? This is Beast Wars, <laughs> right? It's 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 it, it'd be like it'd be like asking me fifty years from now, like. Why don't you love the Paw Patrol? And I'm like, I, I wasn't there. I'm sorry. It's it's just cute nonsense to me. Right, right. Um, yeah. So it it looks as though there's going to be several. Like, I don't know about several, but this is going to be James Gunn's last Guardians movie. I don't think this is going to be Disney's last Guardians, or at least not the last time you're going to see these characters. Uh, I think they're well, too well, popular. Yeah. Well, well, Harry, I think they're they're too intrinsically tied to James at yeah. this point. Yeah. And James says he's he's alright. Said like. I think they're going to make more Guardians movies without me, yeah. and that's fine. But I can assure you, this is the last time this team right. is going to be there. Yeah. Do you think he has that like in writing? He said it several times. Okay. But, um, so I, I think, yeah, maybe in a few years, they're going to go new team. Yeah. And maybe bring over one person. One person, yeah, you know, yeah. Rocket or A little somebody. bit of continuity. Imagine like Mantis putting together her Yes, 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 yeah. yes. But, Which is, uh, I mean, that's common in, in comics. Right, you know, exactly. teams, rosters change yeah. all the time. The, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy that we knew yeah. were not the team from the comics. No, no, no. Like this, this team is a very recent iteration. Yeah, of it's, it's a very flexible. Because yeah. there's like... There's like thirty possible people, right, from the comics. That yeah, could be the Guardians. Iron Man has been a Guardian. At Guardians one point. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and even in the in the second film, they do in the end they tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah they tease. like there was an original Guardians of the Galaxy with Sylvester Stallone's character yeah, and, Michelle and Yondu and Michelle Yeoh. Um, so uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, <laughs> weird movie that Guardians of the Galaxy. Too. Yeah, yeah, and that's just thrown in at the end. Yeah, that's just. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I'm. You know, I'm glad that he is back because uh, at one point he was not directing this movie no. when there was that uh, uh, bullshit scandal about his uh, previous tweets, which were admittedly uh, quite uh, disturbing. You know, not I, great, but yeah. also, hey, would you mind pulling up anybody's tweets or, or internet chat from yeah. 2005? I mean, I don't know if I was making those jokes, but they are not the worst things that yeah. I had seen on the internet around that Absolutely time. Absolutely not. You know, they, there was no. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't like he went on a radio show and said that he, there are certain things he loves about Hitler. You know, it's not like right, that right, was something that right, he said. Right, right. Uh, not that anybody would say that. No, absolutely not. Which idiot would, you know, say that. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to be the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I probably. I don't know if it will make uh, a billion. The Guardians movies don't tend to make... They make a good amount. They make like... Yeah. 700? 700 to 800. They're not like the... the, um, the I think they're so good. I think they're a little weird for some people. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and and again, I reiterate. I think a hundred years from now, when this MCU thing crashes, yeah, I think the movie that people will pull up mm-hmm. is Guardians of the Galaxy One. I think it that is, just works. Yeah. As a, as a thing. End to itself. end. And and that the, I think the thing about them being out in space, even though the MCU did use the Guardians a bit to venture out into the cosmic realm. Mm-hmm. They have been able to keep separate, so yeah. so you know there'll be Infinity Stones in there, uh, but it works within the context of the Guardians yeah, movies. Yeah, because it's just uh, MacGuffin, right? And then um, in so like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, 
isn't even remotely within the timeline of the MCU no, at that point. It no. takes place two months after. after yeah. um, They're doing their own thing. Where, whereas it had been three years since the first movie. Um, <laughs> you will choke and die. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, so the Guardians and my good friends from Wakanda, yeah. the perfect thing about their narratives is they are built to be separate from everything else. Right. They don't have to get mixed up in any current MCU storyline yeah. nonsense. They mm-hmm. can literally go off and do their own thing. Yeah. Which another one, I guess, is um, Ant-Man in a way. Um, because mm-hmm. they, the first two I didn't guess. really... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though the third one is going to be very much involved oh, with the rest sure. of the, the series. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want. Oh, um, the music in this, this trailer mm-hmm. is a song from... I think it's the in the meantime. Um, let's see when it was. Well, you know the great thing about this new movie is um, they can instead of so in 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 the first narrative of the movie, yeah, his tape that he has right. is all of his mom's favorite pop songs from right. the sixties, seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, now that he has a zoom, a zoom with three hundred <laughs> songs. <laughs> yeah, now he can have. God knows certain songs from any era. Right, so that's why I brought up this one because the song that they play in the trailer is In the Meantime by the, the band Space Hog, uh-huh. which was released in 1994. Mm. So they're already showing He's you that updated. they're they're going past the 80s a bit. And yeah. I think it being a Zoom, I think that puts a little bit of a cap on when it is. Yeah, 05. 05, yeah, about, <laughs> about then. So you might hear like uh, some, some mid-2000s pop hits. Yeah. Um, it's not, but I still think... Oh, can't wait to hear a Black Eyed Peas, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine uh, um, uh, uh, Pump It? Let's get retarded <laughs> in here. <laughs> yeah, like stuff. I feel like you're going to see something like that and it he, will 100% work. Yeah. He, um, no, third thing about James, he can pull off a silly joke. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Man's good at it. Yeah. And I know he, his, his wheelhouse has been the, the 80s, 70s classic rock. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of that in Peacemaker mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and in the Suicide Squad. So I think there'll still be some of that in here. Um, but it's nice to just hear confirmation from the trailer. You have at least one song that is going to be from an updated mm-hmm. timeline. Um, and that'll just be, it'd be nice to, to have that. It's going to be another killer soundtrack. The first two are really great. You know, like it's to the point where if I play one song from one of those soundtracks and you know where you can uh, do like a, a track spotlight on that mm-hmm. track and make a new playlist from that song, mm-hmm. four or five of them would be the Guardians, the Guardians soundtracks. Um, yeah, so very much looking forward to that. Um, and uh, it, it, I was so worried that he was not going to... Like, when the story released that he was not going to be directing mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. my heart sank. Yeah, because like, he did such a good job with the first like, two. Guys, lock it off. I didn't want to see the third yeah, one. Like, I did not off. want to see who was... Because I didn't care if he was going to write it. I wanted him to help it. Exactly. And he is back it's, doing it's it. his baby. Yeah. Um, all right. And I think the last, but certainly oh, sure. not the least, sure. is... A little movie, uh-huh. and I do mean little because this is a small, basically yeah, an independent little, little indie film. Yeah, Cocaine Bear. Hell yeah! Has taken the world by oh, storm. Oh. Um, now, first Have thing you I been want living to say, under a rock or some sort of cave hibernating <laughs> because a trailer dropped that is utter delight. Rock anybody the world. Oh. Uh, it is releasing. Crack rocks the world. <laughs> Um, Guardians might be my most anticipated movie of the right. year. Uh, this is 
in the top five. Close second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one Indiana, comes, pff, whatever. Not even. Cocaine bear guy. <laughs> um, yeah, this one releases in February of 2023. And um, the poster is what dropped first. And it is a magnificent black and white of oh. just a, a, a ravenous, violent-looking bear, bear yeah. covered in cocaine. Covered in cocaine. Uh, completely black and white with the words cocaine bear mm-hmm, in red, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. blood red. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tagline is get in line or get mm-hmm. a line. <laughs> um, and you know what? It's it's a pretty simple concept. Yep. Yep. Bears in the woods. Meets up with some shady people. Cocaine falls from the sky. Oh, yeah. So apparently this is, they say this is based on a true story. My favorite based which, on a true story which, of all which time. Which is such a heavy lifting. <laughs> Heavy lift for any movie when they say based on a true story. Yeah. Well, basically, happened was somebody was doing a drug drop. Mm-hmm. They were flying a plane, very low radar, and they flung a bag of coke into a forest. And somebody's supposed to go to the the location and find the bag of coke. When yeah. they go to pick up the bag of coke, they encounter a bear. Right. And shenanigans occur, <laughs> and the bear ends up eating the bag of coke. Yeah. And guess what? You shouldn't give animals cocaine because. They go cocaine bear on you. <laughs> um, the bear is actually, it is now, it's been taxidermified. Um, I don't remember exactly where it is that it is stationed, mm-hmm. but it, it it has like a thing on its neck called, it just says cocaine bear. Right. So that is the, the name that people have given to it. Yeah. Um, it, it actually... Great name, no notes. <laughs> it actually just, it kind of just went off and died. Um, yeah. So it's not the hyper-violent adventure that... Yeah, it didn't go on a, a, a murder massacre. Right. Um, or it didn't develop a bloodlust for cocaine. Right. Because there's a point in the trailer yeah. where um, the, the bear is hunting one group of people. Yeah. But then he sees another person right. covered in cocaine. Yeah. Eyes go wide. Right. Like in a Jason Voorhees. And you don't actually see the bear demolishing anybody in the trailer which I'm hoping that they do show you. Right. But they show people being dragged away. Yeah. The, the bear is covered in blood. Blood um, and coke. There's the, there's the scene where it is just uh, deep-throating a brick of cocaine, right. swallowing it whole. Right. And then... The bear literally does... There's at one point, there's a bloody arm. Yes. Oh, I'll talk about smashing glasses. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I thought that was my thing. Anyway, there's literally a scene where, like... I think he's going to eat the people because there's a scene where there's, like, a bloody arm... Of somebody, and the arm is kind of covered in coke, <sighs> and you see the bear do like a bump of cocaine. And that's cinema. The bloody arm. That's a cinema baby. Yeah, he he he, he yeah he does a line, <laughs> um, and uh, there's a, a a guy who I know from TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does these great. Um, so die. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that guy. Yeah, he he does these. Um, um. In fact, if you if you on his uh. Google, when you look at his name on Google, it is a, a screenshot of one of his TikTok videos. Yeah. Um, his name is Scott Sice, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, he is the angry retail guy on yeah. TikTok where yep. he, he voices what every person in customer service yes. um, you yes. know, f- wants to say when a yeah. customer is asking them a dumb, dumb as fuck customers. question. Um, so he's in the trailer. He is the first person we see encounter with the cocaine mm-hmm. bear, mm-hmm. but the cocaine bear has already had quite a meal at that point. Yes. Good amount of cocaine system. Yeah. Um, so... He, you see these people who go viral, and you're like, "Oh, do they actually can? Will they be able to translate the film?" But he's given me some 99% good reactions. Ninety-nine percent of the time, no. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't think he has to do that much heavy lifting, you know. But yeah, he's not bad. I, I, I assume he'll be like. This seems to be a movie full of want little scenarios that they yeah. encounter people, and right, he seems right. to be like, I don't know, it's gonna be five ten minutes. Now let's talk about 
um, some of those people that it, he's going to be interacting with. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sh- should we bring up one of my favorite guys? Absolutely. Uh, this will be Ray Liotta's final final role. Yep. And what lovely, sweet, poetic justice. I, I don't think it's his final, but it is the first One of, the of his post posthumous film roles okay, that are being released. Okay, but, but this is the first movie that yeah, you're seeing Ray Liotta again after his death. Yeah, so after, Incredible. after a lovely cocaine binge in Goodfellas, <laughs> Ray Liotta is now back to fight a cocaine bear, rocking what is an exquisite Mullet, I want to I say. I mean, it's just, it's kind of like a mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly. Like, I mean, watch the trailer. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ray Liotta is rocking some hair. Right. Um, Kerry Russell is also in this. Yeah, who um, is, you know, an incredible actress who, if you've seen the this TV series, The Americans, um, mm-hmm. great in that. And, um, but Felicity. She, yeah, yeah. But she, she, you know, she's no stranger to things like this. She'll do small things all the, yeah. all the time, which... Collect, is, collect your check, girl. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is directed by Elizabeth Banks, yeah. who um, did the uh, second Pitch Perfect movie. Yeah, she did Pitch Perfect, and she did The Last Charlie's Angels. Right. Um, not a great track record. I, I, like, I like Pitch Perfect. The first Pitch Perfect <laughs> is great. The second one is not. Sure. Um, I th- yeah. But so, she's much better suited to like small little comedies. Yeah, <laughs> but, and also I don't think you could fuck it up. Yeah. Like I don't. I think this is kind of bad. You could give this to Uwe Boll, and he could. Hey, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no. Do not, do not. I'm not bring saying. That, do not bring that on my sweet precious cocaine bear. I'm right. not saying that Elizabeth Banks is of that based level. Based on a video game, Uwe Boll would never. But I would play the cocaine bear video game. Oh, for sure. Well, do you, you must play as the cocaine bear in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and and then the cocaine is the power up. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like a it's it's like Pac Man. Yeah, <laughs> where you you chasing people and you eating little dots. Like. Right, right, right. Um. So you know, I do, she, she she was she's not my favorite director. Um. But I, as I said, They're I don't great think in Hunger Games. <laughs> she is. She's she's a great actress. Yeah. And I think she she has an idea of you know what. Um, screen presence is as yeah. as an actress. Um, she was maybe the funniest part of Forty Year Old Virgin, where she's just like horny girl, but she's just a specific kind of horny. Person. Yeah, she's good in a uh, uh, Zach and Mary make, uh, a make porno. A porno. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's oh, I, she was a, hey a great Rita Repulsa in Power Rangers. Can't even she, front. <laughs> Can't even front. She was um, also in in the the Lego Movie to bring up that right, movie right, again. Right. Yeah, she's I, I like her a lot. I just haven't been impressed with her as a director, but you know it's Cocaine Bear. I don't think you could screw it up. Yeah, and I'm sure last chance, Elizabeth. Everything's on the line. <laughs> cocaine Bear. But it, it also looks like she is embracing the ridiculousness of the concept and just running yeah. with it and she having a good time. She knows what movie it. she's making. Right. Everybody knows what movie they're seeing, uh, and um, I, I personally cannot wait for it. Okay. Cannot wait for it. Um, and then you know what? I, if there was another trailer that released this week. Um, I, I feel like we should just end it there. I mean, Cocaine yeah. Bear, that is... What else do you want to know, guys? What, what else could you want to see next year yeah. other than Cocaine Bear? Um, I mean, there was another trailer for Avatar, I think, but you're going to see Avatar. We're going to use Avatar. What, what more are we going to say? Oh, you it? know what? I, I watched Avatar uh, Friday. The first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I watched Did Ava- you see it and not tell me that you got a special screening? <laughs> Bro. James Bro. <laughs> me and Jimmy, real cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw the first one on Friday. That, that was my... Um, Tai Tai Night 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 movie. Right, right, right. And you know what? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good film. Pretty good. I'd say that Avatar 
And I think it's going to make a bit of money when yeah. it comes out. Um, and just, yeah, we, we can cap off and just say that, that um, he is one of my favorite press tours in a long time. Crushing it. Guys, right now, get out your phone, Google News, James Cameron, and just look at best James Cameron quotes yeah. so far. He's just look king at shit, and the, he knows it. Look at the last, like, five or so interviews of the last month. Yeah. And just every time, there's just a pull quote. Right. And, and like, so this most recent one was people asked him, um, you know... When's the best time to go to the bathroom? Yeah, because, you know, people... Seen, I mean, I haven't... I don't... This wasn't the thing when I was a kid, but when it was a long movie, yeah. he just sat for the long movie. Right. But then ever or, since... Or if you couldn't hold it, he just went to the bathroom and he asked somebody what happened. Right. But ever since Endgame, you know, I've been seeing, oh, when can I go use the bathroom? Like, are you a child? Right. You know, uh, and we are, we're in the age of streaming where this movie is going to be able for you to see in two months. Right. Like, if you miss a part, if catch it If you need to there. go to the bathroom movie, in a movie theater, so get to go to the bathroom and then turn to your friend and just be like, what happened? Well, okay. But, so, the, the James Cameron thing was, if they miss a part, they can just catch it when they see it another time. Yes. That was, that, his, the, full, the full question is, so James, when is the opportune moment for somebody to go to the bathroom during this three-hour movie? Mm-hmm. And he says they can go to the bathroom whenever they want. They can watch. They can come and see the scene again when they come watch it. <laughs> they come watch it again. <laughs> yeah, he's so, like, yeah. he knows there's gonna be repeat viewings for right. this. And and that is just like this is the kind of decorum. This is the confidence a filmmaker needs. <laughs> well, this is the, what you get when you have made two of the highest-grossing movies, movies yeah. of all time. In Not your lifetime. Not a bad one in the bunch. The man just makes good-ass movies. And he's, he's saying, like, um, he might make six more movies yeah. after this. He's, like, what? 60? 60, 70? He's in the 70s. He's like, yeah. Yeah, this 70-year-old dude who makes a movie every 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I got about six more movies. Yeah, I, do it. Whatever. And he, he, was also, he also says, um, you know, he doesn't think he could hand Avatar off to another director. Right, he because he like, Nobody else knows how to do it. Yeah, they would I'm have to the go to person school. Who knows this? Who knows to direct this thing? You ain't got it in you to direct that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure there are other people that can direct a movie that is not this. You can't direct Avatar. You need to go to school to know how to direct Avatar. Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, I, 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 was, I was looking at the old like stuff from Avatar. Yeah, he's making the first one, and he's just like, okay, so quick timeline. Mm-hmm. Right. So James Cameron, he's made Aliens Two, Terminator, Terminator Two. A uh, movie called The Abyss, a movie called True Lies, mm-hmm. and a little film called Titanic. Right. Maybe you've seen it. Anyway, right after Titanic now, he wants to direct Avatar. Right. Avatar, Titanic came out like, what, 94, 95? Yeah. Right? So now right after 94. that. 94. Yeah, 94. Right after that, he wants to make Avatar. Here's the thing. What he wants to do. Sorry, 97. <laughs> 97. Okay. Yeah. So he wants, to, he wants to start shooting Avatar like right after. Yeah. Because he's had the script written down. No. He wants to create this whole alien world. Right. With CGI animation, whatever he wants to do. And then everyone just collectively tells him, no. Yeah. We can't do that. Because this is late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Right. Right. So he's like, all right, whatever. So he sits around and he's just like, uh, well, I guess I'll just go like deep sea diving. <laughs> so him and scientists sit down and create a new type of submarine. Yeah, while, while they keep churning out Terminator movies and he comes out and says, yeah, this is, this is me, guys. Yeah. I'm signing off on this. Don't mind me collecting my producer check. <laughs> so, yeah, so James Cameron has a wild list of hobbies. Like, he's like an environmentalist. Yeah. He goes out on like heights and spreads like environmentalist policies. 
He does like underwater excursions. Right. He's he, look him up. He's done some incredibly cool. His shit. Wikipedia page is like you think he's this great director who makes these incredible movies nobody else can make, but yeah. it's way more than that. Exactly right. Yeah. So 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 he's doing all that stuff. Anyway, now he goes and see a little film called A Lord During the Two Towers, mm-hmm. and he sees Gollum. Yep, and he's like, oh. Can we do that yeah. for my Avatar thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, sure. So another five years passes yep. as they're trying to just get the technology just right for him. Yeah, because two towers is like two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to get the stuff right for him. So anyway, five more years of development, and they start filming. And so, yeah, it's five more, and they start filming for Avatar. Yeah. Now Avatar comes out in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but made quite a bit of money. Yep. Uh, everyone and their mother saw it. Yep. Literally. And uh, we all had a good time at Pandora. Yep. And then three years later, everyone kind of forgot about it. Right? <laughs> it was just kind of like a weird fever dream. Because he kept saying, oh yeah, I'll make Avatar 2. And that, and that story popped up every few years. Yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. just like, oh, I'm making 2, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah. all right. So, 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 so like Old man 2009, Avatar comes out. Yep. Then like nothing. And then like a whole Marvel... Cinematic Universe happened, mm-hmm. right? And everyone kind of forgot about it. And then he comes back and he's just like, yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm going to make Avatar's... I'm not going to make Avatar's sequel. Yeah. I'm going to make like five of them. Yeah. And they're like, hold up, James. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you know, that entire time, that decade that passed, mm-hmm. that everyone asks when I'm making Avatar's sequel. Been busy. I've been busy. I've <laughs> literally been going on underwater excursions. I've yeah. literally been traveling. I've been doing all this other stuff. I've been building this stuff for like he does like satellite technology he's done a lot of shit but you can imagine like having gone through all that when they ask him these inane questions about the right. bathroom he's just like look I have been underwater yeah. months at a time I don't give a shit about you don't talk to me about your bladder exactly, exactly. <laughs> so now when he comes back now it's, it's like people are like oh why did it take you so long to put in an avatar sequel A I have hobbies <laughs> <laughs> right I'm not just a filmmaker I have right. hobbies and B, like, you thought I was just going to write one movie. Yeah. No, I've actually been sitting on on and off, right? Right. He does write these movies himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On and off. And he's like, well, it turns out I have like nine movies right. I could do. So he just accidentally wrote nine movies <laughs> over the thing. And then the reason it's taken like a decade plus for him to get these new ones up is because he just sat down and planned like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm, gonna sh- I'm, not, I'm not just going to shoot the sequel and then wait right i'm gonna shoot like four movies in a row right like all one time yeah so he needs to a plan out the logistics of making one movie the logistics of making the second movie and like and then and then he has like like um what you call it frame it out yeah yeah like yeah, um yeah. get a, like, storyboard storyboard uh, yeah, yeah. like okay we're gonna part two ends here part mm-hmm. three ends here da, 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 da. so so he's doing it very logically like okay well i've already shot two and three yeah two is done yeah. you're gonna see it we're editing three. Yep. Right. And then we have enough Reddit left over to just go and finish four. Right, right, right. So he has everything laid out. So buckle the fuck up. Yeah. But he's They're also has, some avatar sequels. He also has said this movie needs to break records <laughs> to yeah, break even. He's just like, well <laughs> we're kind of in the hole on this one. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, well, we sure hope each of these make a billion dollars. Because he's just like, well, I've already shot, I've already shot two and three, yeah. So that's coming out, right? If two makes a bajillion dollars, right? Then he'll be like, great, and he'll mm-hmm. go do five, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, because if Avatar two makes seven hundred million, 
Yeah, it's, it was like, it's, well, it's, it's looking dicey. It, the, the three will still come out. Yeah. And maybe that will wrap up right. whatever the, yeah. quote-unquote story. I will but say then if that makes money, boom, after the races. But as you said, so you said the, there was a whole Marvel Cinematic Universe that came out. Um, there's also the fact that we are now at the, the point where they're making legacy sequels. And mm-hmm. just by nature of it being 10 years since the last Avatar, it is, it is own, technically a legacy, legacy sequel. sequel. Um, yeah, so James Cameron, king of the box office. Um, he ain't make Cocaine Bear, though. He which made is, no Cocaine Bear. That is cinematic history right there. It's one fourth of the director. All right. So that, that, that's, uh, that's some of the movies that we're looking forward to next year and some of the trailers that came out uh, for this last week. Uh, we are we we might be talking about the the other movies that you know don't get the big budget trailers a little, little bit mm. down the line the smaller movies that you might miss because mm-hmm. they're not being marketed by a, a giant corporation. Right. Um, but that's you know that's later on down maybe at the start of the year. And uh, as we said next week, you can listen to us talk about the uh, the great works of Henry Selick for Nine Before Christmas, James yep. and the Giant Peach. Wendell and Wild. Wendell uh, and Wild. Coraline. Coraline. Yeah, yeah those, those, those movies that have stuck with you because they're just that visually impressive and uh, have those heartfelt stories. We'll be talking about that next week. Hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, let us know which of these trailers impressed you the most, uh, which of these trailers did not impress you. And, uh, yeah. and as always, watch RRR on Netflix. Yeah, do that. Do yeah. that. That should, yeah. be, that should be our sign up. I think that should generally be. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. You can find us wherever podcasts can be found. Man, damn. You know that thing you're listening to right now? Right now. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.